Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Flash on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Flash on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com and on Twitter at John Wright 777. Yes, and Chris Wright 250. I'm going to spit out my gum. Go ahead, because uh, nobody wants to hear you chomping all exactly. night long. Nom, 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 nom. Can I put it in this Disney? Yeah, thing? that's fine. All right, that's just a that's just a tag. Oh, a tag, a yeah. Disney store tag. Yeah, Disney store. What'd you buy at the Disney store? Oh, uh, probably one of my mini figures or something. I don't All right. know. Cool. No idea. That's awesome. Um. Anyway, so <laughs> this week on Flash, yes, there was a lot that went down. There was a whole lot. Okay. Yeah. Can I can I say something before we begin? Never. This isn't even a conversational <laughs> podcast. Chris. All right. We don't have conversations here. Okay. So, um, this was my favorite episode of Flash so far. Number one. This Agreed. Is one thing. Number two, we now have a proper villain. Yes. Agreed. And he I is... Could, I could just end the podcast right there. Yeah. Those are my highlights. Those are the ones. Those are just the, the salient points right there. Just to, yes. You know, it, what's interesting to me is that Captain Cold has always been my favorite Flash villain. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and the rogues have always... like. Flash has one of the coolest rogues galleries of any hero. Hmm. Um, and it's like you have you have Batman who is the iconic like Joker and he's a right. bunch of them. But I would say after Batman, um, the rogues gallery of the Flash is the strongest. I think they're the most interesting. Yes. Like they, they're more diverse. Yes. Than other villains. And they have like cool backstories and they have yeah. cool like interrelationships with each other yeah. as well where you have, you know, they, they form this gang called the rogues or whatever. So mm-hmm. um, you think at the end of this episode, episode we had uh him handing this heat gun yeah to someone do you think we see that villain next week yeah well maybe not next week we'll see him in the future why uh, how would it be a team up situation this is my question okay i think well is he forming another team already this is kind of going deep into the you know what i was thinking because this is why they made a point of saying that he doesn't he only he didn't graduate high school so how would he know um, how to build this thing. Okay, mm-hmm. how would he know how to change it from a freeze gun into a heat gun? It wasn't that. Here here was the thing. Like, remember whenever the, yeah. the, the guy who was selling him his gun, the guy that he killed. Oh, it was um, the other gun? Yeah, it was the other gun. He's like, he says, what does this one do? And he says, it, You're it right. was just this weird Easter egg. Yep. Um, to basically, you thought it was to show how vicious uh, Leonard was. Yeah. Because it's like, he immediately goes, that's not my style. And yeah. then he's like, all right, well, I got something that is your style. Then. Right. And so, like, it shows that viciousness, but it comes back later on, and I liked that aspect yeah. of it. So I like how this is. I'm gonna. This could be the you know mid season showdown yeah. between the two of them, or even like the season finale. We could drag it out that long, you know. Like, oh yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, like, if we can see um, something going on behind the scenes, or if we find out, like, this is the, mo- the what I've been waiting for from this show. Is yeah. To see some mastermind behind the scenes, because if he's if he's getting mm-hmm. a team going together, mm-hmm. and maybe the next couple of weeks we deal with some other completely different villains yeah if it comes back around to captain cold is behind it all trying right. to test the flash trying to yeah. take the flash out of the picture trying right. to you know manipulate him in some way yeah uh with these other team members that he's acquired right i feel like that'd be a really cool idea oh yeah super cool like you know um it's it it's a it's a little Go different on. uh I have notes. I'm sorry. Oh, gotta, I'm sorry. You surprised me. I, I totally me. forgot that I, I have, Fright, have notes. Frightened me. Frightened you. Well, that's with appropriate. Your, with your sharp it's, movements. It's Halloween. Oh, it, it, yes, it's it is. It's very appropriate. Yes. Um, I'm okay. just going to scare you the whole podcast. Please don't. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, so uh, <laughs> the uh, the cool thing about this um, 
it, it's it's a symptom of every single superhero, but I I love seeing it every single time where you a superhero shows up and then the villains decide they need to have superpowers or super advanced weaponry or something of some kind. Well, they've got to up to, their game. They have to. I know exactly. So that's what I'm saying. Like I love seeing the escalation of. I, I don't even yeah. enjoy necessarily the results. Yeah. I just enjoy seeing the escalation. Like, well, we're gonna deal with this guy now. Need some extra tools. It's like uh, it's like an arms race, but with like yeah. superheroes and stuff. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, a super arm a race. Super arm race. An arm like an arm race where like you you race on your arms. Like we're gonna yeah. have somebody with we're gonna really figure big this arms. out later. Yes, we are. <laughs> um, so I loved the very the, like the entrance of this villain. Mm-hmm. The, the idea of, uh, of a normal person. Yeah, well, like a normal person. Yeah, yeah he's, he's not one of the uh, the the freak of the week type situations mm-hmm. going on. He is a just a normal guy who used to pull off bank heists mm-hmm. and was super serious about it. <laughs> and I love how like at the very beginning of that. He goes 182 seconds go, mm-hmm. and it's like yeah. he's got it timed. He's yeah. got it down. Like he yeah. is super intense about this. This is his job. He mm-hmm. views it seriously. I also liked that he mentioned, uh, and this is something that you know, comes over from like the comics and stuff. That he's not into killing security guards or police officers because that gets additional heat. Yes, um, like more so than if he just kills like a normal person, which, makes which sense. he in fact killed <laughs> right. numerous people in this episode, like three people. Well, he was already so you know. This is, you know, once the heat's on, does it matter at that point? Like, um, well, people are after me because we killed someone, so I might as well just kill everyone in my way at this point. Well, yes and no, but like cops take it personally whenever you kill a cop, and right. so like that, yeah. I, that's always been the point in the comics. He's like, okay, well, we don't like to kill people necessarily, but right. if you're gonna kill somebody, don't kill a cop. Kill right. kill anybody else besides like a police officer. But do you see like he his willingness to kill later is yeah. like, well, we've already reached the pinnacle of what we shouldn't do. <laughs> yeah, so. Let's just, it's all game now. It's either all in or all out. Exactly. You know? yeah. yeah. And uh, and I like how he references that. Hey, you know, I, I actually like the Flash because he, you know, he forced me to up my game. You know, mm-hmm. he's like he's yeah. he forced me to change. It's forced like a competition. Me to do it. Yeah. You know, I like how serious he is about his job per se. That's kind of reminiscent of uh, Lex Luthor and Superman. Ah, you know? interesting. Like Lex is always kind of like, well, I gotta gotta figure out how to do this. I like that because like he's super sly as well, just like Luther, where he's like he's got a lot going on mentally that you just yeah. don't know about. He's yeah. super cold, you know. I like yeah. super cold. Get cold. It? Yeah, Get it? Captain nice. Cold. Yeah, Captain Cold. Um, so I thought that the uh, whenever the he finally like gets going and starts like up in the game and kills his other teammate who wants out and stuff like that that he escalated quickly, but it was, it was believable. This is the first villain that I've actually been yeah. like, yeah, I believe him. I right. believe that he could be a real person right. or a real, real villain. Oh, well, because he, they gave him some backstory. They, you know, gave him good motivation for why he's doing what he's doing. He didn't just appear out of nowhere with some powers and decide to do bad things. You know, that is true. Uh, I will be interested to see in, uh, depending on what version of the comics you look at, uh, his powers will like, will they become permanent? Like, will the, the gun become a power eventually? I mean, I like, mean, some versions it happens and some versions it doesn't. I think that they'll keep it the way that they're going. Like the thing that I love about both arrow and, you know, now to a more extent, um, or not more than arrow, but now the more than it was flash, they keep it kind of grounded in reality and like, True. okay, these are believable villains. Even, you know, like arrow, they have some outlandish characters on there, 
<laughs> but I believe all of them. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, whenever you have like a bunch of Marikuru injected right. guys running around a city destroying it or yeah. whatever, I th- you know, if you just said that, it might not be believable. <laughs> but the way they presented it, it's uh, it's very believable. So right. yeah. Um, so the other thing I did want to mention was this. This is the first episode where I've truly felt like Flash had its legs, mm-hmm. pun intended. Mm-hmm. Um, so it very much like it felt. Felt like they were all right there. They felt like, you know, every character kind of knew what they were doing, knew what their role was, and yeah. knew who they were. Yeah. And, and from a director's standpoint as well, you like, yeah. you know, with the heist, uh, there was another thing wherever they were tracking before Felicity shows up. Yeah. Um, Iris and Barry are walking through the uh, the police department. Mm-hmm. And the camera tracks with them mm-hmm. the whole time. Yeah. Super cool scene. Like yeah. super cool uh, idea to do that. Like we haven't seen any of the inner workings of the police department. Right. It's like his room, you know, if you didn't. Feels disassociated with the police right. department. Completely disconnected. Like, hell, we're just, you know, we come up the elevator, there it is. But there's the, we've seen the lobby. We've seen, you know. So this yeah. was nice to actually see some context to what was actually uh, going on inside the police police department. Right. Um, it was also really cool because even on the air, I think that show, it's very location-based where they don't have conversations just anywhere. And they don't right. even have conversations in cars very often. Uh, you know, they either have conversations over headsets while he's out in the field mm-hmm. or while they're in one location. Right. But that's not really how life is, you know, right. and especially not on a show about the fastest man alive. Uh, alive. Right. You want to have moving shots. You want to do yeah. things in transit. And so it was really nice to have them show that. And that that really sold me on like they know what they're doing with the show now. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, as far as the cinematography goes, you know, the uh, the shots there in the uh, it wasn't cathedral. It was the theater. Yeah. Um, that I mean, there was, you know, <laughs> that was beautiful. Like it was yeah. a beautiful location, but they yeah. they you know framed those shots and the cinematography there was great. I will say also, like I love seeing all the slow motion stuff that they do. Oh yeah, dude. you know, like it, I, it doesn't get old no. to me. Um, I would think that. Well, I guess they keep it fresh enough that it doesn't. Yeah. Well, they're always doing different stuff as well. Right. You know, the first time uh, we saw it was whenever we rescued that person who was about to get hit by the car. And yeah. like, and so like seeing that, we haven't retreaded that territory yeah. necessarily. Um, the thing that I thought was was weird about that scene in particular. Which one? Um, the one where you're in the cathedral. Oh, yeah. And I think, I guess probably all of them, like they're using now a CG, and I guess that maybe they haven't all along. I just didn't notice it. A CG Barry, like whenever oh, he's yeah, running around like that. Yeah, it's all. Because yeah. um, I, I don't know what I thought it was or whatever. But it, for some reason, it stuck out to me there that it was like he was a completely CG person that they'd built and done, um, which no, I'm not opposed to that. But it's, you know, I, I, it is interesting that it took me that long to notice. I mean, that's a good thing. Yeah. Um, number one. Number two, yeah, like it, it, it does astound me. Like, I feel like this show must have a bigger budget than Arrow. Like, it's got to. Yeah. Like with the, just the, the special effects. Yeah. I guess it has a smaller cast. So maybe it they does. balance it out that way. And but. it was interesting last week. Was it Multiman last week? Or the 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 no, guy who this was the this was the cloud or gas cloud ah, guy right. was last week. Um, and we did talk about the CG on that episode on on well, some kind of bad, like, like, you know, weird yeah. on the smoke. But uh, the Multiman episode looked really good. Yeah. But I saw somebody uh, somebody I follow on Twitter um, who like live tweets a bunch of shows, and uh, she mentioned it's interesting that they used the guy with the mask. And so they could just have like just randoms do it. Yeah. do it. You know, they didn't have to have like an actor actually do it. Yeah. They could just get who whoever to do it. And uh, so they're saving money on the budget that way. Yeah. I mean, it's clever. It's good. It's cool. good. Um, so I think a, a big part of this episode and why it was so strong was definitely Felicity. 
Oh um, gosh, yeah. And you know, she's definitely a, a a big part of the show in Arrow. So let's talk about Felicity in a moment. But do you think that the lack of someone like Felicity in, in Flash kind of shows its uh, a flaw? You know, like because it was so strong with her. Okay, what if that character or someone like that character who um, knows what's going on? It just feels like no one knows what what. Like he has a team, but they don't know how to do anything. You know, like yeah. Do you we know, need someone like her? Maybe, but it's interesting. Like we talked about last week, whenever we were introducing the idea of Felicity being in this universe, that she's a bright and bubbly spot in the yeah. Arrow universe. But whenever she transfers over to this place, it almost seemed like she was the the darker <laughs> spot in the room. Yeah, which is weird. Which is really strange to say. It's like because yeah. she has this kind of uh, because she does know because she isn't you know uh, I guess naive about things right she knows what's going on she knows what it takes to get this job done yeah and uh and so for her to be thrown in this world it did it did bring a level of like seriousness and a level of uh intensity to it yeah but i think maybe that i'm hoping that somebody kind of connects with her role the way that she yeah. connected with felicity in arrow i mean what, what when was she introduced in arrow do you remember was that season one yeah okay season one so Hopefully somebody uh, connects with their character the way she did yeah. and brings that to the table here. Yeah. Um, I love, I, don't know. I love the professionalism that she brought, you know, like it felt like she knows what, how to do what he needs done, you know, like, yeah. and I love the whole, you know, her imparting wisdom both to him and to his team. Yeah. And, you know, whenever she was like, I'll cover for you, which was hilarious. That, that was, was awesome. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but like just the, her ability and, the how comfortable she was with even doing that. Whereas if someone else had to cover for them, it, uh, it probably wouldn't even be believable. No, not at all. And it's interesting that because she's such a familiar character to us yeah. and because uh, her universe is very much uh, grounded in, in what we know for the last like three years, mm-hmm. um, to see her come over here to a cast of brand new characters, to a cast of like even, you know, the, the actors that, you know, have been around for a long time because mm-hmm. they, you know, they all have really good experience, but to see like her bring her character that she's yeah. been with for that long into this world and then comparing that to like how everybody is connecting with their characters, I don't know. It's it. You're right. It does expose like maybe a weakness that the show has. Mm-hmm. And to to her credit, and to I guess maybe the show's credit as well, I think that she enhances it without pointing out too much. Because I guess yeah. I just didn't notice. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, but now that's that you true. bring it up and thinking about it after the fact, I'm thinking, hey, yeah, you're right. His team didn't feel as comfortable with her their like their characters as she did with hers. Yeah. And she's completely fish out of water in this. She's never right. been on the Flash before. Right. You know, while it may be the same writers and the same you know directors and things, right. she's never been on the show before. The actress hasn't. Um, but to see how she took to it, it's awesome. It'll be interesting to see like next week. Will I miss Felicity? Like, will I be like, I wish Felicity was in this episode. I guess that'll be the real answer, won't it? Yeah. Uh, but then two, I guess not next week, but the next week is whenever the crossover starts. So we won't have to wait too long. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, if they keep doing that, you know, oh, just yeah. like interspersing them here and there every few episodes, you know, like that won't be that big of a deal. Dude, I want to see Diggle. I do. With this team. Dude, that would be amazing. <laughs> I love Diggle. Dude, Diggle's like my favorite character. Yes. In what way? Like, I mean, if, if he interacted with this, these, this team of characters, how would that be different? I th- it'd have to be, well... <laughs> Be nuts. It, it would be nuts. Well, like he'd have to do it first. I think probably under the guise of Argus. Like he'd probably be doing something for Argus or Amanda Waller. 
Um, that makes sense. And uh, but yeah, he'd be like the grumpy old man who's like just, just do the do what needs to get done. Yeah, dude. And even the uh, even Harrison, uh, the 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 head of the team or whatever, yeah. who does who like this, he got really dark uh, this episode with uh, what's his name? Yeah. So Cisco and uh, let's and that talk about that. Was crazy. But yeah. They alluded to like this weird anger he has or like control, like he's a control freak or like. When? When was that? Like the, in dialogue? Well, they did? The, well, they, okay. The, with, you know, whenever he, um, he was asking Cisco about it and he was like, I forgot his exact words, but he basically said, don't, don't, don't tell me. Okay. I'm going to ask you this again and don't say, I don't know. Right. Give me a specific answer. And he, it was very threatening. It wasn't oh, yeah. even, you know, it was kind of covert, but not really. No, it wasn't even, it wasn't even like a veiled threat. It was like a threat. Okay. So like, what, what is that? You know, like, and then he did it later, you know, where he said, don't ever do this again. You know, yeah. I mean. Well, like, and it, I, I wonder if this is something that is new or if this is just a, a character trait that they've been dealing with since they've been working with him. I mean, I almost assume that it's a character trait that they've been like working with him and we just had, Barry hasn't experienced it. Um, because I mean, how else would you explain how Cisco kind of just shoves that to the side? Cause if, if your yeah. boss walks in or whatever and just basically threatens you, yeah. I mean, wouldn't you react pretty differently than he did? I mean, he's, he's a pretty passive character anyway. You would, um, I guess, yeah, I guess you're right. You would, if it was the first time, but not if it was the, you know, 60th time. Yeah. I mean, if it's happened before it's or if like, it's, well, it's normal. Yeah. It's just, oh, he's just an eccentric, you know, genius or whatever. Right. You know, oh, he takes his stuff seriously. You know, do you, I mean, was he, is it that, or was he, is there some other like weird, we already know he's, he has this weird personality, like he's, oh, he's he hiding people. things yeah. and like, yeah. I mean, he killed, yeah, you're right. He killed, he's a murderer. Right. <laughs> Just, he's a murderer. Yeah. So like, is it that part of his personality coming out? Yes, I would say so. But it's also, I would imagine because he's seen, we know that he sees the future. And we know that he's, and so, but he knows maybe that it can be changed. And so. That's true, yeah. Potentially, um, he saw that Cisco may have, in fact, changed the future with his error. Mm. And so he just flipped out. Mm. And so whatever future, whatever end goal, whatever his end game is. Yeah. Um, anything that threatens that mm-hmm. is going to be uh, more of a big deal than just the normal day to day fires and, yeah. and e- even the life threatening stuff that Barry faces. Yeah, you know, it's like I feel like this because maybe it wasn't in the plan. Right, it's that, outside of uh, outside of his experience. Makes him uncomfortable. Makes him flip out. Doesn't that, make him kill people though. That's intriguing. I like that thought. I like that idea that you know, like he. It's kind of like he's holding up this stack of cards, and he's like, "All right, nobody blow or breathe on it," you know. Yeah. And Cisco yeah. breathed on it, yeah. And he's like, "Well, that's also I, I feel like maybe why he preemptively killed that competitor mm-hmm. um, is because because he, he couldn't predict him because he couldn't. Yeah, that was a that was a completely yeah you know, somebody blowing on the cards. Somebody mm-hmm. was taking a big deep breath, about to blow on the cards mm-hmm. and and kidnap Barry and do mm-hmm. who knows what to him. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I definitely think that. Uh, He's serious about his end game. Yeah. We have no idea what that is yet, though. That's true. Um, so we talked about him. We talked about uh, we talked about Captain Cold. Uh, let's talk about um, Barry's relationship status. Yeah. What was like? What was that about? Well, so okay. For so one minute there, you know, he's him and Felicity are pining about Iris and Oliver, and then they're like, "Well, we're perfect for each other, but we're not in love, and yep. we don't like each other." And then they kiss. Well, so. <laughs> super complicated 
super complicated and it's like it was was it a kiss goodbye was it like hey no, this will never work a, or was it was uh, it like a i don't know that was that was put, really romantic like, maybe and let's long put this on lingering hold until we know what's going on with iris i feel like or, if you you know kiss somebody goodbye it's just like a peck on the lips or a cheek yeah, or something yeah i mean you know? it's that was way i don't know i mean there was definitely some heat there like they they have feelings oh, yeah. for each other for sure but i think that they were they have more feelings for other people potentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's maybe what, what they were saying. And that's maybe what they were playing up. Personally, I would love it if they did like become a, a, a couple, you know, and like, um, agreed. I know it'd be a lot of work for Felicity, but I'm cool if she's in both shows and you know, like, <laughs> dude, I'm, I'm okay with like, yeah, it's because like, I never really bought her with Oliver and like I did, I did this at season. the beginning of this season, but that was the only time and it was one episode. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And I, we kind of saw the sparks fly between her and Barry earlier last year. Um, and then like again now. And so it's like, I honestly believe that more and it, and it seems more like more of a, a match than her and Oliver. And honestly, like despite what he says, I really see like him and Iris as more like a brother and sister. Like that's what it feels like. Well, that's what she sees him as. Yeah. And that, well, that's what it feels like to the audience, I think. Yeah. And because, well, it always has like that undertone of like the unrequited love situation where yeah. like he, from, if you look at it from his perspective, if you come at it from his thing, it's like, maybe you could see something happening there, but I'm with you where it's like, because she is so hardcore, like he's my brother. Mm-hmm. It, it does feel a little bit less mm-hmm. uh, like a possibility. So if that ended up happening in some way, yeah. I would hope that it happens way down the line. And, and we've got a lot more to get comfortable with yeah. uh, before that's a true possibility. What's uh, Iris's boyfriend's name? Oh, I forgot his name. I don't know. We forgot last week. We too. always forget his okay, name. So I, I still don't buy like his relationship with both Iris or Joe. Like in it, his, his relationship with Iris seems kind of forced in that, you know, it's like he's, he doesn't seem like a cop. Whenever he's with her, he seems like this, you know, like teenager who's like in love. He's supposed to be older than this and over it, you know, like, the other thing is like, could it possibly, could that be because he's trying so hard to convince Joe that he's in love with her that we just don't believe it either? I don't know because this is the other thing. Like, I don't like that forced part of him either. Like, I don't care who you are. You don't start talking about your relationship with your girlfriend to her father. Right. What person in their right mind? I mean, John in the United States of America, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Whatever do that is a dire mistake. Yeah. So what do you think? Do you think he has uh, alternative motives? No, I just don't. I don't think the writers know what they're doing with his character. They, like gotcha. they want certain um, outcomes to transpire. They want they wanted to have the conversation about like Joe, you know, does Joe like um, can he trust him in, in battle or in battle like they're going to battle? Can he trust him? Gladiator. In, <laughs> yeah, exactly. In like high pressure situations or does he like try to protect him? I don't know what that's even setting up. I feel like that's setting up a point where he will get hurt while they're working on a case. Okay. Um, but if they don't, if they don't make you care about the character, then I mean, it's just going to be. Yeah, that's fall fine. Flat. I'm just thinking. I, like, I think they're still getting their their feet wet with his character. They're they're trying to make him behave in two different ways. Okay. And I want him to be a more consistent character. You know what I mean? That makes sense. You know, like. 
you're right. He is pretty inconsistent. Like, because he's this, he's got the, he's obviously got the chops because he saved Joe. Um, right. But yeah, he's a good cop. But until, but until you see him in that cop format, like whenever he's standing with the cops, he feels like a cop. Whenever, but it's as soon as you get him out of that, put him in the car on a stakeout, put him with uh, Iris, you know, somewhere, right. he doesn't seem like a cop. Right. Yeah. Interesting. Exactly. Interesting. Even the conversation whenever he was sitting there with Joe talking about Iris. I still don't know Iris. if he might not be playing them somehow. <sighs> what character is he supposed to be? I just don't be? trust him. I don't know. I, I, I haven't done that that research. I or thought whatever. in the first episode, or yeah, our first episode about this show, I thought that you had referenced that he was supposed to be someone mm. in the comics. No, I don't think so. Not okay. off the top of my head. I don't know. Like, I, you know, I think, is, I think they need to figure out what they want to do with him. And they're not like making missteps with him, but they, they, you know, they're just not, they haven't figured out who he is as a character yet and where he fits within this framework. All the rest of the characters, like they have their like personalities, they have their worlds, they have their thing. So what's interesting about him and what's, what you're saying here, because we featured him a lot this episode. I mean, he had kind mm, of this sub story, yeah. but that story was not with Barry. And so because we don't know how he relates to Barry and to Barry's story, why do we care? Almost? Maybe I, I still think, you know, like because this episode, um, Iris didn't really relate to Barry. And, uh, she related to Barry as much as he did. You know, they went to on a date together, you know, um, and that was really the only time that, oh, uh, he, she interacted with Felicity, but still, you know, like he almost seems like just a roadblock for Barry. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's all he is. Yeah, I mean, and so and so, it just doesn't seem like they've really given him enough development with the main character of the show. Yeah, they've given him some of these sub characters, like with Joe, and they've given it with mm-hmm. Iris or whatever. But we haven't really seen um, how he is with the main character. And so, like, right. I, yeah, I mean, maybe that's a reason why the I'm first not episode caring. was. I think it was the first episode. Yeah, was it? Oh, man, they were at the case, and he was like, "Yeah, Barry's right," you know, like. I liked that aspect where he was kind of like, you know, defending Barry to Joe or yeah, to Joe. Yeah. Um, and I would love to see that kind of stuff again. I just don't, you know, is he, is he a smart detective? Yeah. Is is he good at his job? Is he a bumbling detective? I don't. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Is he a true detective? (laughs) A true detective. Wow. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know where he fits into anything right now. Um, that being said, I mean Cisco and uh, Caitlin and Caitlin. I'm not sure where they fit into the grand scheme of like where we're going, but I like their characters enough to where I don't mind not knowing where like yeah, where, I mean, where they fit in. I agree with that. They're not inconsistent with themselves. No, that's true. But you know, and, and they serve the purpose of like how else can Barry figure out what's going on or and solve do these, these cases? Yeah. yeah, yeah, and run around town and whatever. So I loved the, the vacuum scanner. cleaner. Oh my with gosh. With lots of LEDs. Dude, that was so good. <laughs> that was like, because I was immediately like, no, he should have frozen him. He yeah. should have like, he should have pulled the trigger. He right. should have done this. Don't let him get away. Right. But then he's like, I couldn't have shot him if I wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was amazing. It was great. Um, was there anything else? Do you think, I mean, was there anything else you want to reference this, this no, episode? No, I'm good. I think we covered everything. <sighs> the highlights are Felicity is awesome. Yeah. Whether she's in Starling City or Central City here. And, uh, yeah, I mean, great new villain. Yes, great new villain. Like it sets up a lot of things for us this season. I feel like, and I really, I'm, I'm really loving the direction this show is going in. Yeah, definitely has its legs. Like yeah. even before she showed up, yep. the show felt like it had its like its legs. I mean, like I typed that down. Like within the first five minutes of the show, I was like, yeah. it feels like this is a show that knows what it's doing finally. Yes. So yeah. So uh, I think running shoes on. Running shoes definitely on. <laughs> 
boots on. Boot. Is that what we say? Do we say boots? We said we were like, saying boots, but I but feel I like it should be running shoes. Yeah, it should be running shoes. Yeah, like, I like Nikes that. or something. Yes, if that's your preference. If that's your preference. Is that your preference? That, that's not what I run in. Okay, no, well then we shouldn't say that. Okay, well then no. <laughs> Brooks, Brooks running shoes on. That's what there I run you, in. There you go. All right, so uh, do you have any quotes? I do. Let me see. Sorry, I was getting ready to end the episode because we, we I missed forgot it them in the late. last like five or was six Was it this show? We, oh, we, first of all, not first of all because this is last. The last Last of all, of all we uh, apologize for the audio last week. Um, we forgot to press record. And like a couple of doofuses, and uh, that was our bad. Yeah, sorry about that, guys. It was the video audio on the audio podcast, yeah. so still got the audio, but uh, but it definitely suffered in quality a little bit there. So I, we apologize. Um, what were we saying right before this? Quotes. Yes, Some, something popped in my head. Go with quotes. Okay, so I only have a couple. So you mm. have you have only short amount of time. I loved the the very beginning hundred or hundred eighty two seconds, gentlemen. And uh, so, like, I just loved his personality on that mm-hmm. that scene in particular. Felt like the beginning of, like, Dark Knight, mm-hmm. like, with the heist at the beginning yeah. of that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and then he goes, well, if you're out, you're out. And shoots him in the back of the head. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. And then we have Felicity saying. He should have said, if you're out, you're dead. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> freeze. Oh, my gosh. That would have been weird. Yeah, it would have been strange. Because he didn't have his freeze gun at that point. So. No. We're really out of context. It's like, why did he say freeze? Why did he say freeze before he shot him with a bullet? I don't know. Uh, Your shoes are smoking. It's fine. It happens sometimes. That's that was my that was probably my favorite moment in the whole thing. Whenever he he's like, keep your eye up there. Yep. Goes and takes her picture. That was really cool. (laughs) Super clever. Yeah, and I love that kind of stuff where he can show off because he you never see him in the city with Caitlin or Cisco. It's true. And you see him with Joe, and that was cool. Like seeing him look through the the mug shots. Yeah, and I love I love also <laughs> the uh, like that was the, with your while they were walking. So they were doing so much at that point. Yeah, but uh, I also love whenever he shows up at the crime scene, he literally just runs around and, and re- recants exactly what they did. Yeah, while he yeah, was that was there. amazing. Yeah, great writing this episode. Like that, you know, that duality between you know, okay, how how much information he's actually. Uh, telling them, and it's very apparent what's happening. Yeah, if you know, if you're in the know, right. And I also love that how how fast he can process things. You yeah, know, as far as like, because one of the things in the comics, it, it, big thing is he thinks faster than everyone else. Right. He's he's not only like so he can see other outcomes or like anticipate yeah. things. And so uh, so it's interesting to have him have that interplay as well. Another bit of foreshadowing that I think we saw this episode. Ooh. Felicity was in Star Labs asking them. Are you sure Barry's not like different? Like, what does this do to him? Like, we kind of dealt with that already mm-hmm. in terms of he has to eat a lot. Right. I think we could see something else this season where something goes wrong with his body or his powers in some way. Hmm. And uh, that's interesting. It, it could be life threatening and they bring in Felicity or something like that to figure it out. Or man, that's, that's really interesting. And also, I mean, I love that they're not, they haven't shied away from telling people about the science behind his powers yeah. or about like what's going on. That's something I like about this show. It, yeah. It's not, it's something that keeps this one grounded in reality. For sure. And I, I could see them bringing that back uh, because if they're already setting up things like explaining why or explaining how, yeah. um, bringing things back later on, you're probably right. You're probably right. Well, that's the end of this episode. <laughs> yeah. 
If you guys uh, watch Arrow, we have another podcast called Arrow on yes. Target. It uh, All of these podcasts go up, uh, well, I guess Arrow on Target and Flash on Target go up Thursday night. Uh, They're all going up on Thursday yeah, night Yeah, everything now. goes up Thursday late, late night. So yeah. uh, make sure you guys stay so tuned. So on Friday morning, you just get a, a, a platter of podcasts for you. The Stay on Target family of podcasts. Exactly. Directly to your iPhone. StayOnTargetPodcast.com. That's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Flash, Flash on Target. On Target.